One of the foundational principles of economics is that action is always driven by our preferences. Basically, that no person can ever choose to do something that they don't prefer over something else. So I want to talk about that today on the First Culture Podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode three of the Verse Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Groover. And if you're like me, you are currently on day 40-something of your quarantine, work from home, or whatever it is that you have going on over there. I've started to lose track of exactly how many days we've had this going on. Now, a lot of our daily activities have been canceled. They've been postponed. I know all of my summer plans are currently canceled, no longer happening due to this coronavirus. And we're only now starting starting to get a glimpse into what things are going to look like in the coming weeks and months as we begin to reopen and experience that new normal. But for the last few weeks, you've probably been trying to figure out how to keep yourself busy inside. And if you're like me, you've probably spent a large amount of time binge-watching your favorite movies or your favorite TV shows. Maybe you've started doing a massive cleaning project or corn cleaning, as I like to call it. But how many of you have really tried to dust off the cobwebs off your Bible and binge read that. Over and over, this is something that I've honestly experienced myself, but I've heard a lot of people say that they really just don't have enough time in their day to consistently and actively read their Bible or spend time praying or whatever it is that they are making really making excuses for not being able to do. And, you know, we're at this place where there's literally nothing else to do and people are still making that same excuse, right? We're still saying, oh, I just don't have the time. You know, I've I'm, I've been cleaning. I've been doing a lot of yard work and home improvement. I just haven't had the time to get into the Word. So the question I want to ask you today is, are you really just busy or is it just not that important to you? Now, if you know my background, you know that I have a bachelor's degree in economics. And like the intro said, one of the most basic principles of economics is that preference is always demonstrated in someone's action. Now, that might be something that can be hard to grasp right away because we often go to this idea that I have definitely done things in life that I haven't preferred. But the reality is that there have been times in those times in your life when you've had to make those choices, you still preferred something over something else. I can think of a number of times where I've given my wife the choice um, over maybe a dessert that we're eating, and I end up eating the thing that I didn't want as much. And the, and the preference isn't in that, you know, I like to dessert more than another. It's that I chose or I preferred my wife's happiness over my own or over having my favorite dessert and taking something like my second. So there's a lot of times where maybe we do something sacrificial. We really prefer the person's happiness or the act of sacrificing or you know the the joy that comes with doing something for someone else more than the actual utility or the joy that the thing that we've given up will actually you know be providing us. So you're always 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 going to do and to find time for things that are important to you. And I and I know that's true. I've seen it in my own life. I used to coach rugby. I used to run a Bible study at a college. All of those things were important and we found time in the day to make those things happen. So I'm going to ask you a second question this morning and this is one that I really want you to reflect on once you 
turn off this podcast, but is your relationship with God really important to you? I believe, and I think all Christians should believe this, that ultimately God ordains everything. And that includes COVID-19. And if you don't believe me, I would really encourage you to look and see times in Scripture where things that have happened that might not have been the thing that everyone was looking for or just downright bad were, were brought about because God ordained it. I think of uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14, that says, Now the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. Or even think to Job, where Satan goes to God and asks for permission to afflict Job. Consider the flood, right? God flooded the world. Or even Jesus, simply Jesus on the cross. I'm Simply is probably a bad word for that. But but ultimately, these things that are, are viewed as negative to the world around us are ultimately used by God in order to take his mission and his purposes for the world a step further. God has literally, in this moment, paused our lives. And are you using this pause wisely? You know, I'm reminded of Psalm 46, 10. Be still and know that I am God. How can we possibly be still if we're literally filling every moment of our lives with activity? My own life included, there have been so many times where I'm busy from the moment I wake up and get ready to go to work to the moment that I lay down in the evening. And most of my day is not filled with thinking and reflecting and and reading the word and praying to my heavenly father. And being still isn't just sitting down for 10 minutes to to casually flip through your Bible or to listen to a praise and worship song. Being still is really taking significant time to lay before your father on your knees and seek his face, seek his will for your life, the time to listen. God truly wants a personal relationship with you. And I know that can sometimes be a hard concept for some of us to, to really let sink in because, you know, maybe some of our own family relationships have not always been something that is reflective of what we would imagine a good fatherly or motherly relationship with a child to look like. But your heavenly father in heaven wants to know you. He wants to love you. He wants to to hear your words. He wants to hear your troubles. You know, but ultimately, like any relationship, you can't get to know someone unless you're taking the time to do it. How much more important is it for us to take time to get to know our Creator, the Heavenly Father, the sustainer of everything that we know? You know, we take more time to get to know the people at our office, the people in our schools, the people in our our neighborhoods, than we do sometimes to get to know our Heavenly Father, the person that created you and molded you and is sustaining you and has given you life and breath. You know, we sit there and and we claim that Jesus is our Savior, but we spend no time getting to know Him, learning about Him, filling our hearts with His words so that we can combat any situation that we face. You know, we're going to talk more later on about sowing and reaping, but ultimately, you know, where you sow your time is what you're going to reap. If you're not sowing into the Lord, if you're not sowing into your faith, if you're not sowing in to your walk with Jesus, you can't expect to reap all the different fruits of the Spirit. It's hard to experience peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control if we're not creating an input, if we're not planting the seed, if we're not watering and expecting a yield. You know, we're not relying on God to give us the things that we need to be sustained. We're trying to figure all those things out ourselves. 
You know, if Jesus is, is truly, if Jesus is not the most important part of your life, the number one thing on your mind when you wake up in the morning, the number one thing that you're thinking about when you go to bed, if he's not a topic of conversation throughout your day, if he's not, you know, if you're not taking time to get to know him, if you're not spending time in the word, if you're filling your heart with, with, with things of the world, if you're filling your mind with, with, with all the popular things that our world is telling you is important, and you're not spending any time with Jesus, then I'm going to have to say that I don't believe that his word and who he is is truly that important to you. And I know that might sound harsh, but ultimately the mission of verse culture is not to, to, to pad and to comfort people in living a life that is contrary to what we've been called to in the Bible, but it's to hold you accountable. It's to get you thinking. It's to help you realize that there's more to this life, that there's more to this walk, that there's more to Christianity than just saying I'm a Christian and attending church on a Sunday, but it's getting to know your heavenly father. It's experiencing his power and it's experiencing his might and it's going out and making disciples. It's fulfilling the great commission. We can't do that if we're spending all of our time wrapped up in Netflix, if we're spending all of our time wrapped up in in books, if we're spending all of our time wrapped up in, in becoming popular and making people want to know us and love us and, and, and glorify us here on this earth. It's, it's not about that. That's not what we're here for. You know, we're here to make God known to all of creation, and it's near impossible to do that. I want you to really think, think about this. You know, you go into a place and you say, I'm going to minister to the gospel to my atheist friend, but then you can't answer any of the questions. You don't have the biblical knowledge. You don't know the background of scripture. You can't speak to any of the things that they're asking, any of the the points or the contentions or the issues that they have with the Bible or with Christianity or with Christians that they've known because you haven't taken time. You're not representing Christ to these people the way we should be. If you aren't spending time in the word, how important is your walk with Jesus really? So if you're listening, if you're sitting there listening right now and you haven't been putting God first, really, I'm challenging you to start right now. You know, this podcast is going to end. The audio is going to stop. And there are so many ways that you can begin right now to deepen that relationship with Jesus. Now, on our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about some practical tips, some practical ways that you can go about growing in a deeper relationship with your Heavenly Father. But I hope and pray that because of this and other episodes that you are convicted, that you are motivated to go and open that Bible, maybe for the first time in weeks, and just sit before your Father and say, Father, what is it that you have for me? What is it that I need to learn about today? Reveal yourself in this Word. Help me understand it, and I can promise you that He will. So guys, that's all I have for today. I'm looking forward to two weeks. Uh, We'll be getting up the next episode. But in the meantime, if you haven't already connected with us, you can find us at www.verseculture.com. You can find us on Facebook, just search Verse Culture, or on Instagram at Verse underscore Culture. Take it easy, guys.